Support for this podcast comes from Lever, providing a modern take on the applicant tracking system. Lever combines ATS and CRM functionality into a single powerful platform to help you source, nurture and manage your candidates all in one place. What's more, Lever's deceptively simple interface means that hiring managers and applicants love it too. To find out how Lever can help you both accelerate and humanise hiring, visit www.lever.co slash recruit. That's www.lever.co slash recruit. And Lever is spelt L-E-V-E-R. Lever, where ATS meets CRM. There's been more of scientific discovery more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 99 of the Recruiting Future podcast. I'm absolutely convinced that the employers who can properly harness for recruiting the advances we're seeing in advertising and marketing technology will be the ones who are able to attract the talent they need in the future. One key area with vast potential for recruitment marketing is programmatic advertising. Unfortunately, with all the spin and theorising that takes place in our industry, it can be difficult to get a clear understanding of how programmatic works and what its considerable benefits are for recruiting. My guest this week is Louis Holton Davis digital advertising consultant at Crunch Simply Digital. Louis is a hands-on practitioner of programmatic for recruiting and offers some highly practical insights into how it works and why you should be using it. Hi, Louis, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks a lot for having me on, Matt. Pleasure to be here. My absolute pleasure. Could you introduce yourself and tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, no problem. So uh, so I'm Louis. Um, I'm a consultant at Crunch Simply Digital. Uh, so, so basically, my my story in a nutshell is that I, I started out as a graphic designer about nine years ago, um, and kind of was drawn more to the the insight side uh, rather than the kind of creative subjective side, and that that kind of led me down down the route of of becoming a digital marketer and then a website consultant um, and then an advertising consultant. So it's uh, I've got a bit of a 360 interest when it comes to you know online advertising and, and engaging with with people uh, in in meaningful ways so for for crunch we, we basically uh, we what we do is we translate recruitment problems into online advertising solutions uh, I, I see myself much more as uh, even though I am a bit of a tech nerd I, I'd, I'd rather consider myself as someone that that can take uh, a real life recruitment problem uh, and turn it into a a solution that makes sense from a strategy perspective uh, and that 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 typically happens through having you know just general good conversations, um, figuring out who the audience are, what the role is, a- any previous you know history of of what worked well, what what didn't work well, and how uh, people like to apply for a job. You know, once objectives are are then laid out, then we'll go go away and and, and research their online behaviour pa- patterns, uh, and coming back then with a with a strategy to say, look, this is how we need to engage with them in these places via these these media. And this is how we plan to to kind of nurture them towards making a, an application. Now, 
One of the things that you guys are very well known for is the way that you use programmatic advertising technology for recruitment marketing. Could you just tell us, you know, what what is programmatic advertising? Yeah, absolutely fine. So so programmatic is 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 to, to us it's kind of like a technical term. So for example, programmatic to, you know, what we would prefer to say as as programmable media is the same as CPC is to social or or Google. Um, so let me let me just kind of dig into that a little bit. So so for example, uh, when we're talking about PPC, we're talking about paying per click. But actually, what's what's most important is the environment that that people are behaving in that we're talking about. So for example, if someone's searching for something, they're they're actively in the mindset of, of going out to find it. And if someone's on social, then they're much more kind of you know uh, in in like a discovery mode. Um, and it's the same then for programmatic. Um, it's it's the you know the industry defined term, so which is why why it's so widely used. Um, but when we kind of refer to it as programmable media, what we're talking about is a way to find and engage with people online um, and deliver advertising campaigns in 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 ways that that is reaching people at the right time and the right place um, and saying the right thing. Uh, in in a nutshell, it's it's real time. It's a real time technology. Um, it, it basically looks at the 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 whole of the internet outside of search and social, and gives us an opportunity to to reach people in those spaces. And could you give us uh, an example? Um, we'll talk sort of how it can be used in recruitment marketing um, in a second. But just so people can kind of really understand um, what this is and what this means, and how they may have experienced or how they experience it um, every every day on the internet. Can you can you give us an example from sort of another industry? What what kind of um, advertising might I see on a daily basis that that works to this methodology? Sure. So um, so a good example that we like to talk about is you know uh, typically you know shopping. Um, Depending on your your kind of shopping interests, you might see certain products that that might follow you around the internet. So, for example, um, you know we hear a lot about shoes, uh, particular types of shoes that people have looked at, following them around the internet and, and, until they've been bought. Um, for, for myself, it's probably different types of, of of software and 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 advertising techniques. To explain explain a little more, it's it's almost like you know the difference between you know booking specific advertising in specific places so rather than go into you know websites which we'll cover in in a minute go into websites direct and saying can i book an advert with you it's more about going to the people first um, and we know the the audience profile and we can say we're trying to meet reach this type of person um whether you know whether they're look reading news or whether they're looking at a recipe to to, to cook or or in whichever environment they're in Okay, that's that's interesting. I think people will sort of recognise, uh, you know, rec- recognise when that that sort of thing's happening. That sort of thing's happening to them. Why is this good for recruitment marketing? What 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 is it about this 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 way of advertising that you think works really well for recruitment marketing? So the way I see it, um, you know, working so well is, you know, and I I I'm, I really enjoy your podcast, Matt. That's why you know one of the reasons I'm I'm so pleased to be be on and speaking with you. Um, and you know, a lot of the episodes that that that, that I, I listen to are, are all about making recruitment more effective. Um, and so this is, you know, so whether whether it's you know talking about AI or careers websites or, or data driven recruitment, um, it's all about making that activity uh, more effective. And and to me, this is where programmatic comes in um, on on a couple of on a couple of levels. And I'd like to talk about two of them. Um, one of them is that your careers website is basically a goldmine of information. 
if we think about the way that people engage with these careers websites, when they're visiting specific pages, they're telling us about the, the kind of mindset or the, the phase of decision making that they're in. Um, so let's say, for example, they are, you know, they are looking at lifestyle kind of chain, uh, pages. They are looking at, you know, company culture. They're, they're looking at achievements that have happened. They're, they're looking at blog pages. This would tell us very much that they're kind, they're right at the beginning of the decision making journey. Uh, they haven't actually started looking at specific jobs um, and they need a little bit more nurturing. So one of the ways that programmatic can, can make that more effective is that, and I'll give you a little stat now. So let's say, um, let's say on average, uh, a, a conversion rate uh, on, on a careers website, let's say 10% is the average. I'm just, just putting a figure out there. Let's say 10% is the average number of people that visit a careers website and then convert into an application. That means that 90% of people that have visited that website haven't applied. And one way that programmatic can offer that effectiveness is by reaching back out to people that haven't applied and then delivering them the information that's going to kind of nurture them down the, the decision making process, whether that's you know, more information that they haven't read about the employer brand or whether that's actually identifying that they're, they're you know, on the cusp of making a decision and delivering them specific jobs. Uh, so, so that's example one. Um, example two is that if all this work is being done to, to make the recruitment activity more effective, what we actually start to, to need is a bit of fuel, more traffic, more people to, to go through this process. And that's where programmatic becomes so powerful. It's effectively infinitely scalable uh, to within your audience universe, obviously. Um, but, you know, the, the different ways that we have to reach people means that once we are starting to see efficiencies in, in, in the way that people are going through the application process, this is how we can reach the right audience and add more people into the beginning of the process. Could you give us a sort of a few more details or maybe an example about how that would work? Yeah, so so the way the way we, we look at things is that, you know, if, if you look at LinkedIn's figures, uh, they, they say that around 12% of your overall audience is actively searching for a job, um, which leaves 88% that are, that are passive. They fit the bill, but they're not actually in a frame of mind where they're looking for a job. Now, the way that we tend to look at things is that we, we, we like to map out uh, a, a journey towards an application, and that journey consists of three different phases. And this is basically, this is a way that we can start to you know, either loop people in at the right stage or take someone in who is cold, who is a passive audience that is the right person for the job, but isn't currently thinking about applying. And we call this connect, consider and convert. So I'll run through uh, each of them individually. Uh, connect is a passive audience who are unengaged. You know, they're not thinking about applying for a job, but they are the right person to engage with. Uh, we, we need to engage them and we need to warm them up we need to put the employer brand on the table uh, in a way that's going to really kind of light their eyes up and make them want to hear more. Um, and that gives us then the opportunity to, to re-engage them with the consider phase. The consider phase is like I was giving the example of earlier, where if people are looking at lifestyle or culture or, you know, pages like this on the website, they're in the consider phase. They're, they're considering the brand. They're slightly warm to it. And, and they, they just need a little bit more nurturing. So this is about 
reaching back out to those people that have either entered via the connect phase um, or, you know, have have looked at kind of um, more pages that are more distant from from the application um, page on your website. And this is about pointing them to those those pages, the lifestyle pages, the blog posts and so forth. When people are considering, uh, this is the point that we know that they are well nurtured. Uh, and, and actually what we need to do now is is go out and directly give jobs for them to consider. You know, we know their audience profile. We know that they've engaged. We know that they've spent a good amount of time on the website considering the the, the, the employer brand. Um, and so now this is where we go about go out and say, look, this is where these are the, the, the opportunities that we think are, are relevant for you. Um, so now you're ready to go and apply. That's interesting, and that certainly makes sense as a uh, as a as a methodology. Um, just to sort of dig a little bit further, um, I think when people think about recruitment marketing, they tend to sort of default to thinking about um, you know job adverts and job listings and 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 all this all this kind of stuff. Um, I suppose they sort of you know I, I want to sort of get into how um, companies are successful using this type type of approach to advertising so i suppose there's kind of two bits to this there's i i think it would help to understand a little bit more about um how you sort of track people around the web and how you distinguish between those audiences but also it would be good to know about the you know the the approach and perhaps the the sort of content that 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 works yeah no absolutely happy to happy to kind of go into that for you so the way that I, i would like to put it forward is that you know your candidates are attending a networking event for hours every day. Um, and that, that is basically the internet. So 92% of the UK population have access to the internet. And as a population, we spend more than five hours online every day. And this is the real kind of, this is the real reason that, that it's, the, it's, it's the most uh, kind of widespread, it's, it's the biggest, most expansive place to engage with people. Um, and, and, you know, the, the stages that, that I, I talked about earlier that connect, con, consider and convert, these all have very you know, specific requirements of, of content. Um, and we can kind of, you know, I, I, we, there are the, the way that we like to approach everything is, is a more integrated approach. Uh, so, for example, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go through you know, the way to think about it, but not tied down to programmatic specifically, but with it as part of this um, this universe that we actually uh, like to call an applicant engine. Um, and the applicant engine describes a way to take someone, a, you know, a cold prospect to, uh, you know, a, a converted applicant. So the connect phase, as, as we mentioned, it's about putting the employer brand on the table with a bang. This is where we want to click our fingers and, and have people pay attention. Now, the best medium hands down for the connect phase is a video. Um, and if we think about, you know, if we, th- well, actually, if we think about video for a second, um, you know, people, people, we, we know that people don't like bad adverts, but actually people don't have a problem with online adverts in general. And if we think about online adverts, you know, there are a couple that, that, that people will actively go out of their way uh, and watch uh, just because they enjoyed the advert so much. And this is exactly what we're getting at with the connect phase video. It's something shareable that we can put on the table and say, this is the employer brand. This is why you need to pay attention. Um, Also, when someone watches a video, uh, according to WordStream, um, people are far more likely to pay attention to to video than than, than text. Um, 
I, th- I think it's around 90% of, of content is retained via, via video as opposed to 10% via text ads. Um, so this this really you know makes us enter into into that that sphere of thought in a in a meaningful way. The consider phase is more about it's more benefits driven. It's more about culture. It's more about helping the the person on the receiving end think about you know what it would be like to work for this company. Um, and we do think you know um, banners. We do think online audio. Uh, we do think like Facebook carousel ads where you you can see you know different. You know, look at the different perks, look at the lifestyle, look at the achievements, look at these case study. It's all about building that that idea and, and helping someone to 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 well asking questions for people before they've answered them themselves. Now, the convert phase is is about providing jobs, uh, providing job opportunities. Um, and typically this is best done via via banners. Um, but also, you know, via search and obviously where the job boards come in as well. Uh, you know, we we typically see it taking about six weeks or up to six weeks to to activate the passive audience, which is who we're effectively targeting. But when they're activated, they will predominantly apply by using search or job boards or via the career site. So the role of programmatic is to nurture that passive audience and make them know that that the brand that we're working with has the opportunity that's right for them. Could you give us some examples of um, campaigns that you've run and, and and how they've worked? Yeah, sure. So so one example that that I, I you know that that is is close in memory uh, was was recruiting franchisees. Um, now we work with with all kinds of brands on all kinds of levels, from you know uh, customer service level to senior attorneys. Um, but this this example I think is is really nice to share because it's a it's a great great. Uh, scenario where we work with the connect consider convert framework and and you know can can show the the results so basically we were we were looking for for candidates that had either in already enjoyed the pinnacle of their career um, or they were very entrepreneurial minded uh, and they were looking for uh, you know potentially interested in starting a franchise uh, and and the benefits that went with it so we were we were talking with with the client um, who was who was read commercial, um, and 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 it started off with just really great insights uh, around you know the kinds of conversations that they were having internally, uh, of, of from people who you know had or hadn't visited the website and had or hadn't visited certain pages on the website. Now on their website they did have a, a really great section which was dedicated to 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 educating um, prospective franchisees about what it was like, and that was. You know how to get started, the legal and financing side of things, how to choose a franchise, all of this really great content. And after that conversation, we went away and we had a look, you know, had a deep trawl through their Google Analytics to try and find, you know, the the best, the the, the most popular pages for people that had converted and sent through an inquiry. And typically, these were people that had gone through that education phase. So what? What happened next was that we we had a follow up conversation where we were talking about these different user intents, and we came out we came out the end with three different uh, strategies for the connect, consider, and convert phase. So the connect phase was what we called lifestyle. Now lifestyle was all about displaying the kind of lifestyle that can come with being a franchisee. You know the laptop lifestyle, not being tied to uh, nine to five office hours. Um, being remote and 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 kind of all of the all of the all of the benefits that came with it from that side, 
as I said, the connect phase is about putting the brand on the table from you know employ uh, you know a, a candidate's perspective with a bang, and this is how we were piquing their attention. The consider phase was what we called get started. Get started was all about looping people into this these education pages to try and get them through that education process so they they could take it on their own backs to educate them about being a franchisee. Um, to lead us into the convert phase, which was franchise search. When people had hit the connect phase, they were intrigued by, by the lifestyle and, and the potential benefits of becoming a franchisee. They'd gone through that education process. We, we knew that they were ready now to start looking at franchises to, to, to inquire about. And so this was about guiding them to franchise uh, search pages where they could configure searches and, and choose a franchise that was right for them. Um, and actually, you know, we we saw um, through through doing this that the, the the results were were, were fantastic. Um, over a three month period, uh, we delivered over seventeen hundred leads, um, and that was at a return on investment of over three hundred and twenty percent, purely by following that that decision making journey and and overlaying a campaign that that took people along that user journey. Okay, I mean, I mean that's a great great case study, and there's there's, there's obviously clearly um, a lot of value in in this kind of approach. From a recruitment perspective, um, obviously, I suppose the difference between um, you know recruitment marketing and something like e-commerce um, is is you're pushing people into this application application process. Um, does the, the the type of application process have an effect on um, the sort of levels of response that you get from this methodology? I think it's safe to say that that it can a hundred percent. It just all depends on the type of role that you're you're looking for. For example, if we're if we're looking at graduates, graduates are coming out of university and they are hungry to 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 apply for a job. They know the the hoops they're going to have to jump through to to apply, um, and they're more than ready to do it. The challenge with graduates, obviously, is the competition that, that are also, you know, looking for for these same candidates. But on the flip side, you know, we have, um, you know, for example, let's say vehicle technicians and 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 also let's say, you know, uh, social workers. So two different scenarios, but two things that you have to put in place to engage with these audiences are that vehicle technicians are actually quite afraid of the application process. Um, they're, they're still kind of an audience that, that are more like a, a, a job for lifer. Um, they, they wouldn't typically have an application to hand and putting one together is, is a little bit alien and, and not really something they want to do. Um, on the whole, obviously, this is a crude example. I'm sure there are plenty of exceptions, but let's just, let's just work with this crude example. The solution to this is that actually what we want to do is offer up opportunities to, to request a callback or, or give softer ways to, to engage. Um, you know, as we know, the formal application process is likely going to scare them off. So, so we need to take the, the, you know, the, the impetus to, 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 to generate things from, from our side. And it's the same with kind of, uh, you know, social workers. Uh, they are on the road a lot. So again, callback requests are perfect there because, you know, we're able to then say, you know, the, the, the team will call you back at a time that's suitable for you. So we'll fit around your schedule rather than sending um, a potential applicant to a landing page where nine times out of 10, they're not going to have the time they need to, to fill in that application. 
so there there is you know there is a real a real difference from role to role uh, as to how people go about their the applications and that decision making journey and you know the the real secrets always lie in you know the the resourcing team you know they know their their candidates they know the roles that what's worked what hasn't worked in the past and the most important thing that can happen with the, with a campaign is that that information is 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 factored in when building the creative and when building that that user journey that that makes a lot of sense and i think it's probably something that you know a lot of employers might be missing when they're um you know when they're when they're looking at sort of various different forms of uh, recruitment marketing and and recruitment advertising on that note what would be your advice for an employer who kind of wanted to um use this approach to advertising for the for the first time what do they need to think about what do they need to do so I think um, the one thing to, to remember is that it, it can take up to six weeks to convert a passive audience into an active audience. Um, but that, as always, that doesn't necessarily mean that there isn't an active audience available, which is why we, we, we prefer always the integrated approach, because there, with there being a 12% you know, ratio of, of, of active audience members, we need to obviously go out to that active audience, but then we also need a solution which would be programmatic along with social to activate more of the passive audience for when that 12% is starting to run thin. So up to six weeks, I would allow um, to activate the passive audience. But more, more important, again, is, is having that journey planned, that user journey. So you know, thinking about what do people really care about working for 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 the brand you know what does it what does it mean to them what opportunities does it bring what what ambitions has it unlocked you know what what's really inspiring or engaging or uh, you know emotionally connecting about about the brand um and that's where you have the framework for your connect phase campaign you know why do people want to work with us the benefits or you know the culture or the achievements or the pay package or, or whatever it is these need to be factored in for the consider phase um, and then you know the roles that are available make up the convert phase which is you know then added into to the mix as well and it's worth mentioning as well that you, you know it doesn't programmatic does not need to be rolled out on a campaign by campaign specific start and specific end date basis um, i mentioned the applicant engine before that is an always on approach um, it's it's you know basically ensuring that the potential audience basis are, are kept up to date. They're kept warm, but that doesn't mean that we need to, to deliver them job adverts all the time. We can just loop them in and deliver them engaging and meaning, meaningful content. We can add them to talent networks, encourage them to sign up to talent networks to receive job alerts. Um, we, we can drive uh, Facebook page likes or Twitter followers or you know other types of connection to make sure they're receiving blog posts and other engaging content. And what we're doing is we're basically building this ecosystem that starts to nurture these warm audiences so that when we're ready to reach out to them with a job advert, they're there and primed and ready to apply. They know the, the black brand is right for them. And they know that when the job opportunity comes about, if it's the right time for them, they're much more likely to apply. Louis, thank you very much for talking to me. <laughs> You're very welcome. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Matt. My thanks to Louis. You can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, on Stitcher, or download the show app on your smartphone. Just search for Recruiting Future in your app store. 
You can listen to all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back soon with the 100th episode of the show, and I guarantee you won't want to miss it.